name is Kim Pease. We are stationed at Joint Base Elmendorf-Richardson in Anchorage, Alaska. My husband is active duty Air Force and we have four kids. I run the Instagram page, Move In Military Kids. And my husband and I just came out with, well, we just published the book, It's Time to Say Goodbye, which is a book for military kids about PCSing. And we're hoping that it helps them hope with, cope with their emotions and make PCSing a little easier for them. Welcome to the Military Wives Top Fives podcast. This podcast is for the worn out military spouse. Those of us who are sick of PCSing, tired of making new friends, and can see our forever home in our not so distant future. I'm here to encourage you to keep going, to support you as you experience new things, even though you feel like there's nothing new that can be thrown at you and to remind you how wonderfully unique this lifestyle really is. I do this by giving you five things at a time to look forward to, such as five things to look forward to at your new duty station, or five places to make sure you use your military discount, or even the practical things like the five POAs to make sure you always have on hand. As a 10-year military spouse, I know that bad news travels fast, but I'm going to be louder and faster with all the wonderful things we get to experience during our time as military spouses. My top five for moving with military kids. Number one, tell them right away. We as adults don't like when orders drop last minute and we're told we have to PCS. Kids don't like it either. Telling them as far in advance as you can gives them time to process their emotions, gives them time to ask questions and mentally prepare for the upcoming change. But it is the military, so remind them that, hey, like sometimes the military throws a curveball and they'll say, you know what, never mind, you're not moving, or never mind, you're not going to Virginia anymore, you're going to California. So just be open that things may change. But telling them right away gives them enough time to go through all those emotions because if you wait until you're like two weeks out and be like, Hey, guess what? We're moving in two weeks. Nobody's going to be excited about that. And you're going to have all these strong emotions all at once. And it's just going to be a hot mess. And then the Packers are going to show up and everyone's in tears and yeah, no one needs that. So there's no time to like, okay. Cause whenever I find out I'm moving, most of the time I'm excited. And then I'm like, Oh, well, I'm a little sad. You know, I'm leaving all these friends. And then it's like, oh, well, now I'm a little nervous because what if I don't like the next place? And then it's like, oh, I'm excited again. So it's nice to have that time to feel all the emotions and process all the emotions instead of just being like, boom, all the emotions. Do you have a suggestion of, do you wait until the orders are dropped? Do you wait until it's just talked about in our family? we kind of just include it in conversation as we find out like, oh, hey, we're PCSing this summer. And then once we figure it out, like it's just kind of always in a conversation. Um, I think our kids even hear us say, yep, in a year and a half, we're moving. Like always a discussion in our house. It's always, you know, we find my husband finds out, he comes home and says, guess what? We're moving. And this, you know, and, but remember things might, might change, but always it's, as soon as we find out, the kids find out. I mean, there's no secrets to be had. Okay, number two, validate your child's feelings. Us as adults are always happy about moving or going to certain bases. Our kids aren't always going to be happy either. 
they're leaving their school, they're leaving their friends, they're leaving their current home, their current neighborhood, and they may be angry or sad or worried. Maybe, hopefully, they'll be happy, I mean, and excited. That's what we always hope for, but they're going to have these emotions. So I think it's important to validate their feelings and be like, yeah, you know, this kind of sucks sometimes. Leave them that, you know, this is exciting. Like, you're going to go and you're going to experience this. You're going to get to do this or whatever. Um, have an open discussion with them. I mean, we're big talkers in our family. Like, okay, how are you feeling? Like growing up, we never really talked about our emotions, you know? And so we made it a goal in our house to be like, okay, how are you feeling? Because this is a big change. This is a big move. Almost all military moves are a big move. My thing is have a good attitude. If you have a good attitude, your kids are more, be more willing to have a good attitude. But if we're complaining as parents, which sometimes we do, yeah. um, and say like, oh, this is going to suck. What are your kids going to think? They're going to think, oh, this is going to suck. And they're not going to want to go. And they're not going to want to move. This is one I struggled with a little bit when we got our assignment here to Alaska, because I'm a girl from Arizona. I want to wear flip-flops and I want to be in the sun and I don't want to deal with the snow. And so I, you know, my kids saw me cry and I don't want to go. I mean, thankfully they still have good attitudes, but I know me being a stick in the mud, a little bit rubbed off on them. Like, oh, I'm leaving my friends, you know? So it's a lesson that I learned in our last move. Like, okay, I need to have a good attitude for my kids. Because if I have a positive attitude, they'll have a positive ad- attitude. What are some topics that you started talking about that were exciting and that you guys could look forward to? Um, just things we could do that we've never experienced before. Like, okay, when we get to Alaska, we can try skiing, we can try snowboarding, we can try all these different things, which we couldn't experience in Texas. So it's like, okay, we can do this. We can go see the moose. Everybody talks about the moose here. Everybody talks about the bears. I mean, we have them in our yard all the time. So it's just finding those little bits of excitement. So we kind of just make a bucket list of things we want to accomplish at each location. Number three, have your kids help plan your PCS trip. Most of the time, a lot of us move during the summer. And so we don't get our little vacation when school's out. So treat your PCS like a vacation. I mean, you're going to be traveling for sometimes more than a week in your car, which is never fun. Have them help you find fun things to do in each city you stop in. I mean, nobody wants to sit in a car all day and go sit in a hotel all night. Have your kids pick out activities and places they want to visit at each stop. Some cities have free zoos, fun children's museums, fun playgrounds. Maybe you stay an extra day and go to an amusement park. But do your research together and give your kids options like, hey, do you guys want to go see this? Do you want to go here? Um, when we were PCSing from Texas to Alaska, we drove and we drove through Amarillo and they have Cadillac Ranch there, which we wouldn't go to Cadillac Ranch unless we were passing by. It's not like, oh, that's one place I really want to visit. You know what I mean? But we're like, well, since we're here, let's go check this out. And we paid the crazy amount for spray paint on the side of the road, you know, and let them go spray paint the cars and they still talk about it like, oh, mom, that was so cool. Remember when we went and to Cadillac Ranch and spray painted the cars? And we're like, yeah. I mean, I didn't think it was like great and dandy, but they thought it was so cool. And then um, like when we were driving through Canada, we had a stop in the middle of nowhere at a place called Muncha Lake. And they have like cabins on a lake. We spent two hours just throwing rocks into the lake. So it doesn't have to be anything like 
super crazy, you know, like in tons of money because PCSing is a little pricey up front. So just throwing rocks into a lake for two hours, anything to entertain your kids and get them out of the car. Okay, number four, get them excited about their new community and their new base or post. Um, research together your new base in school and neighborhood. Find out what fun things like your new base offers and find activities they can do at your new location. When we PCS from Florida to Texas, we found out the base offered dance classes and our oldest daughter was doing dance classes off base in Florida. We're like, oh my gosh, on base has dance classes. It's gonna be great. And so she was super pumped like, oh yeah, it's gonna be so cool. So it gave her something to be excited about. When we were PCSing here, we already knew like, okay, this is the school we're zoned for. And we looked up like, oh, they offer ice skating club and cross country ski club and all these different clubs were like oh my gosh the school does this like you know we grew up in school where we didn't have like any clubs you know and so they were like oh my gosh I want to try this and I want to try that so they got them super excited instead of like oh I'm leaving my friends you know it's like when I get to Alaska I'm going to do this 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 and this and show them pictures show them like hey this is what the base looks like or the post if you decide to live on base, which we love living on base, I don't love the homes, but I love the community. Um, a lot of the housing companies nowadays post pictures and floor plans on Facebook or online on their website. And so you can go and look like, hey, this is the house we can get if you know we get on the wait list. But this is our house that we may possibly live in. And we like to let them kind of choose their room beforehand before they even show up. So when we show up and we finally get keys, they know where their room is. And so we kind of do that. And for our, like our oldest daughter, last time she was kind of going from that like little girl stage to the preteen. So we're like, hey, like when we move, you can redecorate your room to something more grown up. And so she was super pumped about that. Like, okay, I'm gonna move. Cause she had a hard time. Like, she was that preteen age. I feel like as kids get older, it's a little harder than when they're little to move. And so we're like, okay, you can redo your room, like get some new bedding. And so when she was leaving, she's like, okay, I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna decorate my room my own. And so that kind of gave her something to be excited about. So just giving them something to be excited about and finding new activities of where you're gonna be. Love that. I had a senior military spouse when we first got in suggest to let the kids paint one wall in their room, whatever color they wanted, because when you move out, it's really easy to paint one wall or to pay for it, to get painted. It's not like crazy amount. And so we started that at this house, letting our kids paint one wall, whatever color they wanted. So our son's wall is green. Our other son is orange. And so they've already started talking about what color their walls going to uh, be at their new room. They're going to share one. So I think we're going to do two because they can each pick a wall, but I didn't realize when I was told that as a new military spouse, I was like, that's not a big deal. But for them to already be thinking about that and we don't even leave here until June, it made me realize that that gives them their little stamp of approval. Like this is my home. This is my room. I get to make it my own. And they're already looking forward to it. So that's kind of fun to hear that your daughter was in the same boat. So excited to paint her whole, her new room. And the little things that mean the most to the kid, to our kids, you know, just painting a wall, like who knew that would be such a big Deal, but and it's not hard to paint them all. Yeah. And it makes, I mean, I think about like getting the new curtains or getting the new 
we sometimes we get a new bedspread when we move to a new duty station and it's like it's the same thing but I forget because they're just so little like they just have to move and I forget to give them those personal touches too a great reminder to give them something to look forward to too number five help them say goodbye we all know as military spouses and members that it truly isn't goodbye more of see you later the military world is super small. I mean, you think it's big, but we run into people all the time that we've been stationed with. So there is that chance that, hey, you know what? I might live near you again. And there's always that hope. But often the service member gets a going away or a hell and farewell. And us as spouses, I know I'm like, hey, I'm going out for one more lunch with my girlfriends, you know, before we leave. But what are we doing for our kids? So my advice is let them have one last hoorah. I mean, it doesn't have to be crazy. It doesn't have to be anything big. It just be like, hey, I'm going to send out a text to your friend's mom and say, hey, we're going to get this park at this time, bring a box of popsicles and let them have one last play to eat. I know the last few weeks before you PCS, the last few days are insane and you're ripping your hair out, but it's not going to kill you to take two hours to take your kids to the park, let them run out their energy because they'll sleep better that night anyways and let them play one last time with their friends and say, see you later. And also help your kids find a way to stay in touch with their friends. We live in a time with the internet, which is sometimes such a blessing and sometimes such a curse, but you know, we have the internet. So staying in touch is way easier than it was when we were kids. I mean, I remember we moved, like my family moved when I was going from fourth to fifth grade. And I remember writing my new address and giving it to my friends, hoping they would write me a letter. They never wrote me a letter. I wrote them a couple letters. But now we have the internet, like, and a lot of kids have tablets or iPods or whatever. And so a great tool for my kids has been Facebook Messenger Kids because the parents can connect with the other parents, I guess. I don't know how to explain this, but you as a parent can control who they kind of talk to. So they're not just talking to the whole ride. I mean, it's going on the internet, but they're not just talking to any stranger on the internet. It has to be connected through your friends. So I have to be friends with, like, with the parent and then we can link up the kids together. So my kids have been able to use Facebook Messenger to talk to their friend in Korea and they can call each other like video chat or they can text. And so that's been a huge blessing for us because They've been able to stay in touch easier with their friends. And even sometimes I'll give my son my phone and be like, here, you can FaceTime your friend who gets his on his mom's phone. And then they play like Nintendo together or whatever. So find ways for them to connect their friends because that's who they spent most of their time with when they were at that duty station. And so I feel like it's good for them to stay in touch. Now, can you tell us a little bit about your book and how that can be helpful as well during a so our title of our book is It's Time to Say Goodbye. It's about a little boy who is getting ready to PCS and he's realizing like, okay, I'm going to have to leave my favorite fields, my favorite swings, my friends. And he kind of gets a little sad. He then realizes like, you know what? It's going to be okay. Like I'm going to make new friends. I'm going to find a new, my new favorite park. I'm going to find my new favorite swings and everything's going to be okay. But we also put some moving day coping prompts in the back. And there's a page for little kids, like ages three to five, and another page for ages like six and older, where like the three to five, like they can show you like, what are they feeling? Are they feeling happy? Are they feeling mad? Are they feeling sad? Are they feeling silly? And, you know, like if they're feeling sad, like, hey, okay, I can take a nap or 
you know, they can choose, I can close my eyes and just, you know, take a break or I can hug a stuffed animal. Or there is, for the older kids, there's discussion prompts to have with your family. Because like I said earlier, we're big on having open discussions in our house. You know, we talk about our favorite memories at this location. You know, we talk about what's the worst part of PCSing. Where can we find your book? Amazon. Amazon. Okay. And I'll have a link in the show notes and on my Instagram. What's your Instagram? Move in military kids. Move in without the G. Thank you so much for writing this book and providing a resource for all of us as we're navigating this. Oh, you're welcome. We- my top five for moving with military kids is one, tell them right away. Two, validate your child's feelings. Three, have your kids help plan your PCS trip. Four, get them excited about their new community and new base or post. And five, help them say goodbye. Thank you guys for joining Kim and I on this week's episode of Military Wives Top Fives. I love a month that I'm able to talk about resources, lessons, and tips for our military kids. If you have any tips your family uses to make PCSing easier, please find the post for today's episode on my Instagram at militarywivestopfives and leave a comment for all of us. If you're not already following Kim over on Movin Military Kids on Instagram, make sure you do that. Remember, it's Movin without the G, Military Kids. Have a great weekend and I'll see you next week.